All right, welcome again to the 757 Experience with your host, Paul Sinkis. Excited to have uh, another friend and local business owner on the show today. Uh, I recently read a book. It's called The Immigrant Edge by Brian Buffini, who had uh, came over from Ireland to get started in uh, some entrepreneurial stuff, and he ended up going with real estate. And he just shared about how he had a little bit of an edge, he felt like, sometimes from being an immigrant. It's not always the true story, but it's a mindset thing that has helped some. So today I wanted to bring a good friend of mine, Camis, who owns Camis Jewelers over here on North Great Neck Road. And uh, Camis is a good friend from Egypt. Yes. And uh, Camis, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. So um, tell us a little bit about growing up in Egypt. Uh, I grew up in a big family, the whole family. Most of my family, they are jewelers. My father, my grandfather, I'm the fifth generation of my family jewelers. Wow. Uh, Yep. just so I grew up in the business beside, you know, you have to go to school, get your degree, and you still have a trade you learn growing up. So the trade I learned was being a jeweler, like okay. my father. So what's education look like for, for a jeweler? Was it, was it a lot of on-the-job type training or book, you know, books and it everything? on-the-job training. Okay. Finish school, go to the factory and work beside your brother or your father. You learn it, the trade and this is how it is. Nice. Everything mm-hmm. on hand, you know, one on one. Cairo, tell us, tell us a little bit about Cairo. A lot of people, wow. we Love. see pictures of it, but <laughs> it is crazy. A lot of people live in a small city. Uh, good people, nice food, nice life, uh, hardworking people, and uh, that's where I grew up. Yeah, Camis, uh, you start your days pretty early in the morning. Is that true? Six o'clock. Six o'clock, and and you're going. All the way to about 6, six o'clock, o'clock, 12 hours every yes, day. Yes, sir, five days, six days a week. Six days a week. So fifth generation jeweler. What, what are some things you learned growing up before you even got into uh, being a jeweler yourself that have helped you in running your own business? Being honest, being straight, and have the customer first. You always be honest with what you do. Don't mislead the customer. It is not about the profit, about doing the right thing. And that's what we lack in, in a lot of business. Just doing the right thing. It has become about money, not the right thing. Yeah. Um, so you moved, you moved straight. You didn't come straight to Virginia Beach. Where did you move first? I moved to New York first. Uh, that was in 1990. I was in New York for uh, two years. Moved from New York to Virginia Beach, I believe it was 1992. Okay. So what what do you miss about uh, what do you miss about New York or or about Cairo? Either one of them. Uh, actually, both of them very much like. They are too crazy, too crowded. <laughs> People are impatient. You know, no time. When I came to Virginia Beach, it was beautiful on, on New Year Eve. It was 10 below zero in New York, sunny, and 80 degrees here. And <laughs> I moved here, I didn't know no one, 1992. Wow. Yeah. What What made you move here? You just did the just, vacation for New Year's? Just and... for the New Year. I came over here and I said, hell no, I'm, I'm moving to Virginia Beach. And yeah. that was my decision. I came to Virginia Beach, I didn't know anybody, I have nothing. Wow. Yeah. 
And so you just started from scratch, yep. and you. I uh, call every jewelry store in town. I live on uh, on great on uh, Shore Drive. My thought, if you live on Shore Drive, it's going to be a jewelry store right on Shore Drive. So I was looking Shore Drive, Shore Drive, and was Long Jewelers twenty eight seventeen Shore Drive. So I called him, and I say I'm a goldsmith. I can do blah 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 blah. Come do the interview. So I was in West Ocean View. So I take three buses until I got to Long Jewelers, find the distance, and I did the interview, and they hired me the same day. Wow. So it was a quiet experience, changing three buses every day from Ocean View, West, uh, West Ocean View to East Ocean View to uh, uh, Chicks Beach, and after that, the last bus will get you here on Shore Drive. And I think that's one of the things that growing up in a city like Cairo, as big as it is, um, that commutes. It is every day. Every day, right? Yeah. So there are people here in Virginia Beach that I feel like if they have to take a bus to get somewhere, they're just not even going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here you are taking taking three buses to get somewhere. Yeah, I was was determined. I'm going to make something of myself. Yeah. You know, I just need to find a job and just start from there. I started, I was making $6 an hour. Came from New York making $12 an hour. But it didn't fizz me. I just kept on going until I got where I'm at. You know, just, you know, so you just get in, do the right thing and do the work and do it right and be fair when you do it. Right. Um, so you worked at, you worked at Long Jewelers. Yeah. Making $6 an hour to start. And now you own this, this beautiful shop. Yes. What were some of the what were some of the little things that you had to do consistently to to get from there to here? Just do the right thing, do the job and do it right. And I I wasn't gonna be working for somebody the rest of my life. I know that. Right. I know it's just gonna be a transition, and when I get to the right point, I'm gonna have my own place. And that happened twelve years ago. With the right time, I start working from my house, just doing the work from the garage. Okay. And the business got big, and I have to take the business outside the garage and open a store. And that was 12 years ago. So one of the things I've always been intrigued about, all this, all the jewelry, where, where do you get it from? Like, how does that work? A lot of the stuff I make myself, and a lot of, some of the stuff I buy when I go to the jewelry show in Las Vegas. I used to travel overseas to Dubai, Hong Kong, Thailand, and... And now it's just, I make it like, you know, in the state, you know, try to find the new idea. You always want to see what is new, what is hot, and that's what you need to catch up with. So it's going to be Vegas or New York show or DC show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. And um, what are some of the unique things that that you can offer somebody of, of having a shop like this with fifth generation jeweler that um, makes it different than going to... K jewelers or something. We are a small business. We are on hand, one on one on everything. We can give you the right idea. We can give you what is right and what is not. We can direct you on your choice. But when we make something, we can make it right. We can do it the way it's supposed to be done. We're not gonna cut any corner. We can make the job the way it's supposed to be. It's good. Um, so your family back in Egypt. Uh, What's that? What do those relationships look like now that you've been in America this long? Uh, you know, all my family best on except one brother. I'm the only oh, one wow. alive, you know, after my brother. My brother is in a bad health. But 
everything is fine. It's just you, after you've been here uh, more than half your life, you become a more of an American and Egyptian. I have the mentality of being American and being direct and business. So the love is, is still there, but I come to the point like, you know, you need to do what you need to do. Right. You know. And this is home. This has this been home, home for yeah. 20, this is, this is 29, 30 years. 30 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so what are some of the things that you maybe, uh, did you have some missteps when you first started out in business, some, some failures that you learned from? Definitely. It wasn't everything beautiful and dandy. I didn't know my way around a lot of things. I learn as I go. And uh, don't think you can have a business that's going to be perfect. You can have obstacles as, as, as long as you keep doing it, you can learn something, you know, and right. that's how it is. You work on a job and something can happen and say, wow, when I see another job like this one, I learn not to do that. And that's what business is. It's just give it everything you can and just always be honest with yourself. Yeah. So if you were able to go back in time and something that you know now, tell yourself when you moved to New York or when you first started your open your jewelry store here, what is something you would have told young Camis? I will have education beside the talent I have as a jeweler. I will have education in the jewelry business itself. Being a jeweler is great. To run a business is completely different ballpark. You know? right. So if you want to have a business, have the education or learn about the business. And it is good if you have your hand on to understand the, the person is doing the job, how he do it. And that's what I didn't have, you know. I just, I have to learn as I go. Right. I know I'm a good goldsmith, but running a business was completely different new, new thing for me. Okay. So what are you, what have you done to, to learn the business? What are some things besides just working? Are Read there books about, that you're reading? Or? Reading about books, about business, how you run a business, how you communicate with your coworker how to have the right people in the right place. You have a good bookkeeper, you have a good manager, you have a good employee, and you always be good to them. And this is how you grow, is you being good to the people around you, they can do good if you are good to them. Yeah, so I think that's something that uh, some of the young business owners that I'm talking to, uh, they're looking at hiring their first employee. What, what did that process look like for you? How do you... How do you know how to hire the right people? As a challenge. You always, you know, you, you hire 10 until you get the right one. It is always that way. And all the 10, they are nine, they are good, but not, they're not on the same level the way you want them. So every once in a while, you will hit the right person. It's just do, tell them what you want, what you expect and how you want it to be and hope hope it's gonna work you know so so what happens when you hire somebody that's not the right person you be straight to them from the beginning i'm gonna give you three months i'm just this is what i expect i want to see in three months how is how we can it be if it didn't happen if it doesn't happen in three months it's not gonna happen so you cut your losses and move on and find the second person or the person after that right you know but you don't direct things on for years and after that say i wish i no it doesn't work that way you cut your losses and move on that's good. Um, that's really good. Uh, so you talked about, you know, reading the books. What, what are some of the books that you've read that have been helpful? Uh, well, uh, Small Business One-on-One. That was my first book I, I, I read. Uh, it was very interesting. And another book, uh, uh, 
can remember right now is multiple things about uh, it's just to learn how to communicate with the people around you that was difficult you know and but it was a challenge but on the other hand it taught me uh, just you have to listen to the people around you before you talk or before you speak you listen and after that speak and that make things different you can't just give an order you can't talk 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 and without listening to everybody around you when you listen you learn yes you learn. That's, and that's what i'm trying to do <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a, you know the whole point of this podcast for me is like i want to hear yeah. from other people that have that have made business work yeah. and i know that there's other people out there that also want to hear um, this is a store that every time I've come in, uh, the people that are in here working, they seem knowledgeable. Yep. They know what they're doing. Yep. They're professional. Uh, so you've obviously done a very good job of hiring people. I'm grateful for it. Yes. So, uh, Camise, what's something that in 2020, uh, you're looking forward to doing, doing for fun? What's Camise do for fun? Oh, I would love to run uh, a half marathon and that is a hundred mile bike ride on eastern shore i'm gonna do that and i'm going to elk hunting in wyoming wow so the hunting that's a big thing that you do yeah um what's that what's that look like for you physically like you have to be in top shape you know if it is really good it is good mental and physical uh, aspect of being uh outdoor and climbing and hiking and just carrying whatever you're doing you have to be in a good physical shape for my age being 55 years old i'm still in good shape but you work out with me every day you yeah know how it is yeah you know and, and you kick my butt in there no. <laughs> uh, so what, what are some things you've learned from hunting patience uh, patience you learn patience everybody want to be a millionaire and rich before he hits 30 it doesn't happen yeah. You have to be patient. You have to choose what you want to do and do it well. It might not happen in the first two, three years, but it's going to happen. You're not going to be, I work with people, young people in my age then, they can be rich before they have 30. They are dead. It's just you have to be patient and be realistic. You know? So if you're not realistic, it's not going to happen. I like it. Just set it, setting realistic goals. Yes. Um, you know, you, you said you want to run a half marathon. This exactly. Year, whereas not a full in, marathon. Not a full marathon, a half marathon, <laughs> you know. So, Camisa, uh, I don't want to take up uh, too much more of your time today. However, uh, just, you know, if, if you had words of wisdom to give to somebody who's just getting started in business, uh, this is their, their first year, their second year. You know, maybe they're working and they they don't see the results yet. Um, What are some words of wisdom you would give us? Be patient. Think, take time. Just to be honest with yourself and do the right thing. It's going to happen. Just time. Amen. Well, uh, Kamis, thank you so much. Uh, Again, I I hope these are helpful for people that are wherever you're at in your business world. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, and I do want to obviously plug Camisa's Jewelers over here next to the new Harris Teeter on North Great Neck Road. Uh, it's a big yellow sign. You can't miss it. Um, if you're looking for wedding rings, engagement rings, any type of jewelry, what's what's something unique you have here? that My custom-made design. 
I custom made lot, design. Yeah, my ring, I custom made my stuff, you know, a lot of pieces is my handmade, one of kind. Okay, so check out, uh, you'll check out my Instagram page, Paul Senkis, and I will uh, post a couple photos of some of that stuff. And uh, if you guys ever uh, have any questions about getting into the jeweler business, Kamisa's your man. Come check him out here at Kamisa's Jewelers. You guys have a great week. Check you next week.